Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome back, 877-474-3302 if you want to call us. So Marvin, like my last comment, huh? Pardon I, me? Uh, well, Marvin Funtime 7777 came up he with... He thought you were pretty funny. Yeah, was that was that our masturbation conversation? Uh, I guess, I guess, yeah, you know. I, I don't know. It's a funny article, actually, I have to say. I told Marcia to read it. Some very funny comments. And uh, and it's a serious, by the way, it is a serious article about it. Uh, okay, so we've got next a guest, right? Uh, our guest isn't with us yet. Oh, okay. We have okay, to get so we're Wade to call her. Oh, okay. <laughs> so before we call her, let's talk a little bit about, you know, the, an article that I read um, about IT salaries. Okay. People are making more and more in IT, but the problem is that people there aren't enough people to fill the jobs. There's really a, a loss in the market. There, uh, some have labeled school leavers and recent graduates as the lost generation, mm-hmm. who without a means to gain job skills. I mean, they just don't have the skills. You know, people, yeah, yeah, I like, I like apps, I like this, I like that. Right. But they don't know. So, you know, they had in their survey, they found um, IT professionals have an average salary of eighty one thousand around eighty one thousand dollars, which is not bad. Network supervisors around fifty seven thousand. Right. Uh, programming analysts to eighty thousand VPs of technical services, one hundred and forty nine thousand uh, land application support analysts, you know. Sixty-three thousand. This is big salaries. Yeah, these are good. But the problem is, we know of a lot of people who are out there looking for work. So one. And it's a specialty field. You know, we should ask our guest about this because it's not. You can't just go from working at uh, Ralph's to an IT professional. No, you can't. Duh. So you know, the problem is, we have to find people, and companies have to find the talented people. How do we do that, Marcia? They go to IT Talent Search, which is a company founded by Stacy Broadwell, our guest. Are you on the line with us, Stacy? I'm with you, Marsha. Hello. So you heard some of those statistics that I said from the survey. Is that right? Are people making that much money these days in technology? Yeah, I think that's pretty right on, um, especially, uh, you know, according to the market surveys that we're seeing out there for technology professionals. Uh, salaries obviously vary across different marketplaces according to the standard of living, but that seems to be pretty right on. That's pretty accurate. So, so I mean, what, what is IT Talent Search? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, that's all right, Marsha. Go ahead. IT Talent Search is a premier staffing agency for companies who are seeking technology professionals, either on a contract, a contract to hire, or a direct hire basis. So if you're already trained, (laughs) and we both have questions, if you're already trained this in some form of technology services, they go to you. If you're not trained, you wouldn't be the right one to go to, correct? Um, You know, it really depends on what the needs of the company is, um, you know, most times uh, for companies that are looking for interns or right out of college professionals, generally we're, they're not going to reach out to us. The company is not going to reach out to us and pay us a premium to help them find top talent who mm-hmm. are right out of college. Um, however, uh, with the recent turns in the talent war, as we call it, um, there has been a, a demand for technology professionals who are right out of college who may have started projects in development in particular um, and 
and they're looking for that type of talent. So somebody who on their own has uh, developed a social media application or who knows uh, open source technologies or develops in, in uh, something of that nature, uh, those type of professionals are high in demand right now. So it can vary. I mean, it helped us not so much. On the infrastructure side, not so much, but on development, yes. Now, do you find that people think they have more talent than they yeah. actually have? I mean, you know, a lot of people think they're pretty techie because they're downloading apps. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, I mean, you know, you'll get uh, you'll get a resume, and you know, I'll say that everybody, you know, their inventory of technical skill sets on that resume is everything that you could possibly think of on it, whether or not they've actually worked significantly on that technology. They'll list it. So. What what it is that we need to do is speak with the the candidate and determine whether or not they've actually worked on that and how long they've worked on that and to what capacity and where exactly they fall in line with uh, that skill set. I mean, are they a beginner? Are they intermediate? Are they advanced? And our team of recruiters come from a development background, so they're able to understand and determine actually whether or not that person is uh, te- technically, you know, advanced or not. So, you know, we're in an environment now where people are out of work, getting a little bit better, but you got, you know, um, a huge amount of people out of work now, and many of those are not skilled in the technology area. How yeah. does one get skilled, and, and how do they take that path? Oh, good question. So, uh, you know, I, I often tell people they should go into technology. <laughs> um, the national average for technology professionals out of work is half of what, you know, the rest of the unemployment is. Hmm. So there, um, there is actually a talent war uh, for technology professionals, as I, as I mentioned before. Um, but for somebody who is looking to maybe take a, a, a sidestep into a new career, obviously going back to school is going to be a consideration and uh, whether or not they can afford that, one, and two, whether they can take the time to do it. But there's a lot of online classes that are available right now that you can take. Um, you know, you can get graduate degrees or undergrad degrees from many colleges uh, that offer that sort of flexibility. Um, and definitely that, that is an option. You can also, <laughs> you can also go uh, to any store any border store, you know, and, and buy a book on... Wow, for dummy series. <laughs> they still <laughs> make those? Tell you. Wow, Yeah, the cool. Oracle for dummies, Java oh. for dummies. Yeah, it's wow. all there. And, you know, honestly, people laugh at the series, but if oh. you want to learn the basics and if you want to become expert at something, you need to know everything from the basics. Those Absolutely. are the books that you, can, that, that you can start with. I mean, plus, you know, a lot of people... Even interning, once you have a basic knowledge, Stacey, doesn't that help people? If they intern at a company, they go somewhere and say, hey, can I work with you for a low salary to learn? Absolutely agree with that. You know, when I graduated college myself, I graduated with a finance degree. And I found when I got into finance, there was a lot of skill sets I still needed. And I went back and took some study courses outside of college and bought some books and trained myself on the the core skill sets that I needed. So, yeah, that's that's definitely something that uh, should be done. So, you know, what you're really saying is perhaps, you know, from what I'm hearing, IT people may be a little more driven because they have to gain these skill sets that take time to learn. I mean, you know, 
it's it's not your everyday common thing. It's not like reading a novel. You have to learn things to get these jobs. What what would you say skill sets at this point are in most in demand? Um, well, it's it's interesting. The 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 skill sets we're seeing posted the most are Java or J2EE, and it's predominantly driven by cloud computing. Um, the number one marketplace uh, hiring right now is going to be the Silicon Valley. It's, it's you know accounts for 22 percent of the hiring. You know, with uh, you know kind of between the East Coast and the West Coast. You know, New York uh, being first, and then Chicago, but. Silicon Valley um, is predominantly driven by, you know, Facebook is up there, a lot of social media sites. Um, San Jose alone posted 400 jobs simply for, you know, cloud computing skill sets. So Java, virtualization, uh, J2EE, those are going to be the highest things that we see. And, okay, what's um, J2EE? Yeah. I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> J2E is a Java application that is uh, Java 2 for enterprise-level companies, um, so for building out their websites and the front end and the back end. Um, it is like the most savviest cutting edge of technologies right now. Uh, most of our clients are looking for those skill sets as well as small and medium and enterprise-level companies. And I don't know that they entirely realize that everybody is searching for the exact same thing and the supply is not entirely out there. Uh, you mean the companies are not going to be running their business solely on iPads? <laughs> <laughs> As they'd like us to believe. <laughs> but I know, you know, iOS must also be a skill set that's in demand right now, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, that was going to be the other thing I was going to mention. Um, mobile, data, mobile, um, you know, front-end development, um, you know, Java development, those are a lot of the skill sets and the demand that we're seeing and the postings on the major job boards uh, that get the most action out there. Uh, can you explain to us how you work? In yeah. other words, how does someone come and, and what do they pay or is it free? Yeah, so we are we're a preferred vendor for, um, for a portfolio of companies across the nation, um, most of them with an international presence. So for us, it's very important that we have an uh, international team, and we actually have a team of recruiters located here in, the, uh, in California as well as in India to maintain those uh, the overseas presence. Um, but for candidates who are looking to uh, work with us, they can do a couple things. They can call us directly, but we have all our jobs posted on our website. It's ittalentsearch.com. It is free for any um, candidate or technology job seeker who is looking uh, for a position um, to reach out to us. Um, we, we actually work directly with the, the um, companies who are looking to hire them. So they're the ones who actually pay the fees. Now, right, do a lot say, of these companies permit telecommuting? Uh, we are going to a break yeah, right now. So yeah, Marcia, why don't we music. take a break? <laughs> we'll take a break, and then uh, Stacy will come back and okay. ask you some more about this. Uh, yeah, Marcia, Stacy, I want to ask you a little bit about the cloud and mobile, some of the things we're looking at ahead of time, and, and the telecommuting aspect, which I think is very important, and I think that's happening a lot in a lot of jobs, uh, especially technology, because... Somehow, business people don't do as well telecommuting as technology <laughs> people. Agreed. Yeah. Okay. All right, we'll come back in a second talk about this, Marcia. Also, uh, do we? T I don't think we talked about SkyDrive for the uh, iPhone and Android. Yeah, we can talk about that. We yeah, can let's talk about, about that because that's a cloud computing thing as well. 
Uh, all right, okay. don't go away. 877-474-3302. This is Marsha Collier along with Mark Cohn and Stacy Broadwell on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Thank you for listening to WS Radio. If you are not listening on your smartphone, WS Radio and our friends at MentorMate have just made it a lot easier with our new WS Radio 2.0 iPhone, BlackBerry, and Android apps. Just search for WS Radio in the iPhone store, BlackBerry, or Android market. There are all free downloads so you can listen live or on demand to your favorite show. These new apps work on most iPhones and for the newer BlackBerry and Androids. After you check them out and see how well they work, pay a little visit to our preferred app developer, MentorMate. They have been programming mobile applications for over 10 years now and are one of the few companies that handle all three major smartphones. The world is going mobile, and that is where your company should be. To learn more about MentorMate and our new WS Radio 2.0 phone apps, log on to wsradio.com forward slash mobile. That is wsradio.com forward slash mobile. If you own a business, here's a concept that can give your business a serious breakthrough. I call it the stadium pitch. What if I could put all of your potential buyers in a giant stadium and give you the chance to walk out and present to them all at once, making your company famous in a single day? Could you do it? 99% of business owners surveyed are not prepared. Are you? If we put you in front of all your potential buyers right now, listen, there are 14 strategic objectives for an opportunity like this, and I'll bet you won't think of more than two or three. Heck, I'll give you all 14 if you call 800 833-0111. This is Tony Robbins. I've spent the last three decades creating business breakthroughs, and now I've teamed with Chet Holmes, the author of the number one business book, The Ultimate Sales Machine. This stadium pitch concept is invaluable if you're a business owner who wants to be at the cutting edge of business breakthroughs today. And it's expertly depicted in a stunning report that I'll give you as my gift if you call 800-833-0111. Leave us your email, and we'll email the report to you in five seconds. Call 800-833-0111. Zero one one one. For the past decade, I've been recommending Kingston for all your drive and memory need. And each year, they never fail to impress me. If you've never used an SSD before, the V-Series might just be the ticket. Let's say you've had that computer for a few years and it's starting to run a little slow. If you're not ready to replace it, Kingston's SSD, now V-Series, solid-state drive can kickstart that old system and make it feel like new. It will improve performance as boot and shutdown times are reduced and programs open and close faster. In general, the system is snappier. It's like breathing new life into an existing system. If you own a desktop, the 30-gig Kingston V-Series SSD is the perfect companion to that hard drive you have with all that music and movie. Put the operating system on the SSD and keep the data where it's at. Sit back and watch your old desktop operate faster. There's a capacity and a model for everyone wanting to upgrade from a traditional hard drive to a solid-state drive. Check out the Kingston SSD Now V-Series. SSD at www.kingston.com. Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And if you want to call us, we're at 877-474-3302. And uh, let's talk about our guest, Marsha. Oh, Stacy Broadwell from IT Talent Search. So, Stacy, we're talking yeah. about IT professionals. Um, that covers a really wide swath of jobs. Yep. I mean, there, there are a lot of things in, 
I mean, you've and and I'd like you to go over. I'm going to give you a list. I'd like you to go over, you know, what they mean and what what back background people need to do that. I mean, technical services managers, what do they do? Uh, I understand there's a lot in security, uh-huh. um, information center managers, um, technical services. Uh, obviously, we know what programmers, analysts done. And I've noticed a huge uptick. You know, everybody's saying free content on the web. Everything's great. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> I found a huge uptake in people needing technical writing and documentation. Yeah. I mean, I am like booked to write for the rest of the year. So if you could define some of these job and skill sets that are required for them, I think that would be great. Absolutely. Um, well, first and foremost, there's a there's a difference between the creative side, the technical writing on the front end um, of, of uh, websites. Um, we don't generally handle any of the creative writing type of technical writing um, type of candidates. Ours are generally more like the uh, you know the information services the, and the uh, the straight technology, the software developers, engineers. Um, I'm, I'm not, we do tech, we do infrastructure somewhat, but a lot of the orders we've been getting inundated with, and maybe that just kind of goes back to the trends of what's going on right now, are the software engineers and the developers and the mobile and the data and the architects and, and that sort of thing. So, uh, to break down the differences, if you talk, um, from the very lowest tier, um, of candidates or job orders that we would get, it would be the help desk or the, the um, desktop services. A lot of those type of positions tend to be of a contract nature. Um, oftentimes, too, I think you mentioned something about telecommuting. Sometimes these positions can be done, um, you know, in a fashion where a company might be able to send a candidate um, phones where they can take phone calls from home because it's just, you know, uh, helping somebody be able to navigate a website or a customer service type of oriented help desk stuff. So that's probably on the lighter side. <laughs> Going, and going isn't up. it sad that isn't it sad that customer service, which is really the front line to the customers, the lowest rung of technology? <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That is that is interesting. Um, but uh, aside uh, up from the help desk and the desktop, uh, from there, um, we'll get a lot of software engineers, and that's more on the development side of things. So software engineers, developers, front end developers, uh, coders, uh, programmers. Um, that would be probably the core of mm-hmm. what our focus is. Um, so being able to find professionals who can code and develop, write scripts, who can understand QA, unit testing, best practices in developing applications for large and generally enterprise level versus startup level. Generally, more of our clients are on an enterprise level, um, you know, capacity. Um, so now, so that would be for kind of mobile. A, is that is that what they're looking at in mobile? This is kind of a recent thing for enterprise level companies, and, and and maybe you know this as well. The larger the company is, the the slower it is to adapt to larger or savvy, if you will, technologies. Um, so we're finding a lot of our enterprise level companies who are looking to compete and have a presence on the mobile phone, so they can interact with their clientele or their audience if you will. Um, and so we're not necessarily seeing them build the, um, the apps for themselves internally, 
Um, however, I have seen that. Um, you know, you, you mentioned something about the iPads, and we're up at a, a snow resort recently, and they were checking everybody in on the lines on an iPad, which was really kind of neat seeing that, that uh, you know, technology kind of take place on a ski resort. But that well, you know, said, American, well, <laughs> did you, wait, Stacy, did you know that the FAA approved iPads in cockpits and American Airlines uh, started using them a while ago? I think I did hear that, yes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you've got, you've got a lot going on in mobile where people are, are taking their jobs with them. Um, I'm keynoting with Guy Kawasaki at a cloud conference, Parallels Cloud, in Orlando next month. And, of course you are, Marcia. That's awesome. <laughs> and what I'm, what I'm learning about cloud is that it's not just the big guys who are going to be involved in cloud. It's, it's almost like, you know, when you had a bunch of small people doing web hosting and things like that. Cloud is going to come to them as well. Um, what are you seeing in the demands for cloud people? I mean, what kind of people are they looking for? So I'm seeing, um, again, like on the cloud side, we're seeing the development and uh, the software engineers. The, um, the, the highest hit, I think, uh, thing that we're seeing is with cloud development would probably be on the Java side of things. Um, as far as, like, the type of projects that are driving that, um, it sounds like you're doing a lot of that stuff with Guy Kawasaki. Is that what your your uh, presentation is going to be on? Well, actually, the interesting thing we're going to be talking on is, and it's something I spoke at PayPal X two years uh-huh. ago on, is that all these people in technology are so used to hiding behind their technologies that they never meet with the actual customer that, oh, my, now you've got to meet with the actual customer because if you're in the cloud and you're uh-huh. in mobile, you're out front, and you have to integrate some customer service into that. You just, you know, you can't be the geek in the dirty T-shirt anymore. You have right. to have a presence and learn how to deal with customers, and which a, question, a lot... I'm go sorry, ahead. finish your margin. No, I was going to say, which a lot of IT people are not used to doing. So right. what I'm what I'm working, and Guy is working with them, uh, is integrating your talents with the general public because the general public, in the end, is going to be adopting the technologies in the next 10 years. Uh-huh. Yeah, question for both Marcia and for Stacey because you're dealing with this as, as I do as well. How many people do you run across are resistant to cloud computing? Maybe. I, mean, I, 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 felt, I felt I ran across that a lot last year, but it seems as though there was such a push for understanding what cloud computing is for one, that now it's just an inevitable sort of thing that, uh, okay, how are we going to um, advance with this? What are our next steps? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I found that since the iPhone, the new iPhones came out with iCloud, now all of a sudden everybody's, oh, well, if Apple's doing it, it must be okay. You know, I think there's still that fear that, uh, yeah, where does my data go and who can really see it and is it really protected and, gosh, I don't want anybody looking at it. So, well, I mean, Windows I th- Live is, you know, you're talking about Apple too, but Windows Live, Windows, Stacy, I know you work a lot with Microsoft too. Yeah. Uh, they've done a lot in the cloud. So, yeah, I- I'm surprised, Stacy, that it's been a year later now that you're starting to see some action. That's really interesting. Well, we were talking about earlier that uh, Microsoft launched their new SkyDrive app for iPhones and also for Windows 7.5 phones where where they can, you know, it's the same kind of thing as the iCloud on Apple. So I think we are beginning to see more and more general acceptance to using a cloud and not the the fear that what does that really mean? Where is my data being stored? Yeah, bottom line, I still think you still have to back up your data on several terabyte drives 
in your own location as well. Yeah. Sorry. I know. I know. <laughs> Stacey, uh, a question. Back up, back up, back up. I do, the, up, same, I do the same up. thing, Mark. <laughs> I mean, I think we the all do that. The also down here. You know, those of us yeah, who right. have been around tech for a long time that know things crash, we all tend to back everything up. Well, you know, I've been saying for 14 years, back up, back up, back up. Uh, because I come in my weekday job in the financial services, is there a lot of activity going on in hiring and financial firms? Um, yeah, and you know what, that's interesting that you should say that. Um, not only is there a lot of hiring in financial services uh, industries, um, but we tend to find that those who've worked in technology in the financial services realm um, seem to have more advanced skill sets, mm-hmm. <laughs> which, uh, which inter- it's interesting because sometimes that's up and sometimes that's down, but... Um, for instance, uh, you know, financial services use a lot of, like, uh, tech, uh, technical skill sets called MQ. It's like message cues or uh, um, JMS. Um, and, and this has been a skill set that has uh, been advancing in a lot of different ways. And so um, that's been something that we've been seeing a lot. And it comes, it comes specifically from financial industries. See, so what I think you're saying here is, and I've always thought this, people in the financial industry are much brighter than everybody else in the world. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's what she said. I'm not 100% sure about that, but it seems like that that's what, what she said. That is what I was said. saying. I, yeah. That's what I thought, Stacey. Yeah, I always liked her, you know. You know, it's interesting because uh, my daughter Susan is now, she's got a fabulous job with a company called Sint. You know, we used to have online marketing research, we used to have marketing research offline. But now it's online, and and Sint, for example, is a company who offers a range of SaaS solutions for market researchers. I mean, this is all going on now online, so yeah, it's right. it's really interesting. Before we get cut off, Stacy, we're about to run out of time. You want to give a little pug for IT Talent Search? Yeah, please. Yeah, you can uh, find IT Talent Search at www.ittalentsearch.com. We are also going to be hosting a CTO roundtable at SoCal Code Camp uh, with Microsoft at the end of this month, January 28th. Um, for more information on that, you can go to www.ctoroundtable.com to find out about that event and our future events on the technology panel. Uh, that's great. Well, Stacey, thank you so much for being with us. We appreciate it. And we hope to talk to you in the future and keep creating jobs because we, sh- we really need that. Thank you, Mark and Marsha. You have a great new year. And the same Take to you. care. Take care. Bye-bye. Right. See, um, that's, that's interesting, you know, because uh, who people knew? need jobs. Uh, yeah, and there's so much that people can do, and it's opening up all the time, but it just draws that one very important thing, yeah. and that's you have to study. You do. You, you have, have to learn. To, you have to learn this stuff. You just can't slide into a high-paying job. No, definitely not. When we come back, we're going to do the buy of the week. Uh, and we've got a good one for you today, something that is fairly essential. And remind me, Marshall, I'll talk about solar energy. I keep saying I'm going to do that, and I forget about it. And maybe if we have some time, we're going to talk about some of the future of the We're Apple going to products. talk about solar energy when we return. Gosh, we'll do it. that. All right, don't go away. We'll be right back. This is Marsha Collier along with Mark Cohen and Weir on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. 
You know, selling online can be a challenge, but thanks to Dymo Indicia, shipping isn't. With Dymo Indicia, you can print prepaid U.S. Postal Service shipping labels directly from your Mac or PC. By eliminating your trip to the post office, Dymo Indicia lets you focus on finding, listing, and selling your products. My friends can save hundreds of dollars on a Dymo Indicia postage solution by visiting endicia.com slash cool eBay tools. Dymo Indicia is the leading Internet postage provider with over $5 billion of postage printed. Indicia is integrated into over 100 third-party applications, which makes your inventory management easy. You get access to discounted delivery and signature confirmation, discounted parcel insurance, and hidden stealth postage. Shipping internationally? With Dymo Indicia, you can also print a first-class international shipping label. Dymo Indicia is the smart way to get it done. Visit endicia.com slash cool eBay tools. Attention online sellers. Introducing a great source for high-quality, low-cost merchandise. Genco Marketplace is America's largest wholesale source of store returns and closeout inventory. Our huge volume and variety of products means online sellers can be insured of a steady source of supply. Find electronics, housewares, shoes, apparel, tools, and general merchandise all from one site. Discover the web's one-stop product source you can trust. Pallets for sale are posted to our easy-to-use e-commerce site, GencoMarketplace.com. There you'll find what you need fast and view a detailed list of items in the pallets. No surprises. Genco Marketplace has direct liquidation contracts with America's largest retailers and manufacturers, which means that buyers purchase direct from the source with no middleman markups. Huge variety, low risk, and fast, easy online purchasing. Register for free and begin bidding on loads the same day. Sign up today at GencoMarketplace.com. That's G-E-N-C-O Marketplace.com. If you own a business, here's a concept that can give your business a serious breakthrough. I call it the stadium pitch. What if I could put all of your potential buyers in a giant stadium and give you the chance to walk out and present to them all at once, making your company famous in a single day? Could you do it? 99% of business owners surveyed are not prepared. Are you? If we put you in front of all your potential buyers right now, listen, there are 14 strategic objectives for an opportunity like this, and I'll bet you won't think of more than two or three. Heck, I'll give you all 14 if you call 800 800- 833-0111. This is Tony Robbins. I've spent the last three decades creating business breakthroughs, and now I've teamed with Chet Holmes, the author of the number one business book, The Ultimate Sales Machine. This stadium pitch concept is invaluable if you're a business owner who wants to be at the cutting edge of business breakthroughs today. And it's expertly depicted in a stunning report that I'll give you as my gift if you call 800-833-0111. Leave us your email, and we'll email the report to you in five seconds. Call 800 833 Zero one one one.